Hello, and welcome to another edition of Chamber Chat Live, brought to you by the Tri-County Chamber of Commerce, dedicated to building communities, creating connections, and supporting commerce. Special thanks to our sponsor, Tim Hillert and Simply PEO. From workers' compensation to human resources support, Simply PEO is the employer's champ. Special thanks as well to our host, Bill Vitiello, representing the Victory Bank. And now, on to our program. Hello, good afternoon, everyone. My name is Bill Vitiello. I'm the Institutional and Business Development Manager from the Victory Bank. Welcome into Chamber Chat Live with the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. So glad you could join us today. You were just introduced by the students of the Communicating Arts and Production Group. They were kind enough to put that intro, and they also have an outro um, that they donated their time, their talent, and skills uh, to put that together. So we want to thank them. We also want to thank Drew Griffin from Delicious Marketing. Drew is doing all the behind the scenes of the live broadcast, so we certainly appreciate it. He's also making sure that we're syndicated to a gazillion other channels, so uh, so we're viral now. Um, and then also we like to thank Simply PEO, our sponsor. They are the employer's champ. And a final thank you to Eileen and Danielle at the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce for working again behind the scenes, just to get the guests together and some of the details of the chamber chat live here on Facebook, and then also the podcast um, that you hear as well. So my guest today is Annalisa Smithson, excuse me. Annalisa uh, is from Animal Assisted Therapy, LLC. Annalisa, welcome to the chamber chat live. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much, Bill. I didn't realize there were so many people working hard behind the scenes. That, that yeah. Yes, yeah, so many lovely folks. I'll add my thanks to them. Awesome. And we appreciate your support there. You know, I don't know who's more nervous about this. Uh, I don't know if it would be you or me, um, <laughs> because we'll explain why in, ju in just a few moments. But uh, for those folks who do not know you and do not know your business, can you uh, please introduce yourself and, and how you came to be with Animal Assisted LLC, please. Yeah, so um, Animal Assisted Therapy LLC is my uh, private therapy practice. Um, it's myself. Benji is the animal in question, if you can see him snoozing back there on the couch. Benji. <laughs> What's up, buddy? You know, he gets to sleep <laughs> through most of the afternoon. Nice. Um, I also have a small team. I have Maggie and Nicole and Julian, uh, my support staff, and, and the other counselors that work with me. So I was going to say, wait, are they humans or are they animals? <laughs> <laughs> They're humans. Benji's the only animal so far. Okay, I was just making sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we... Uh, really we we help stressed out people who happen to love dogs right so that can mean a lot of different things um, we provide workshops on like stress management we do art therapy group therapy individual counseling for folks that just want to um, come in and do things on the one-on-one -on -one level so yeah all over the place nice so how so how did you come to um the how do you come to the business and doing this full-time yeah I, well i um starts by becoming a, a licensed professional counselor, right? So I specialized in drug and alcohol counseling for a long time, and I was working for a clinic, um, which I loved. Um, but when I was at the clinic, uh, my supervisor brought in her dog a lot of time. He wasn't um, 
like a therapy dog, it's just a, an office dog, right? But I noticed that my clients would respond differently and respond really well when Macy was in the room. And I was like, that's really intriguing. I'm gonna like look more into this. And it turns out animal assisted therapy is a thing. Um, people usually use horses, but um, you know, a lot of folks also like to bring their, their dogs in. And uh, so I decided to go out and find Benji and get his training and get my training. And here we are. And here you are. Yeah. And I had an opportunity to go on your website before we um, are having this conversation in here and you offer quite a bit in the way of services. So I know you said you had some uh, past experience with um, drug and alcohol counseling, mm-hmm. um, but tell me about some of the other things that you have too. There's a, a variety of services here that are on your website um, that people could be interested in. Yeah. It's interesting. When I started um, the practice, I was thinking that I really wanted to specialize in providing care for the the loved ones um, of people who are overcoming addiction. Because there's, there's a lot of family members. There's a, there's a lot of folks that um, are like peripherally affected by addiction and they need therapy too. And um, in the beginning, it was working out quite, we were really like specializing and and getting a lot of calls and people were like, yeah, this is important. We need this kind of care as well. And then when the um, stay at home orders happened and, um, you know, the pandemic happened, uh, a lot of people were calling more because they were experiencing an uptick in symptoms around depression and anxiety, which goes hand in hand with addiction. So it it was a natural way of growing. and then uh, when I hired Nicole, my counselor, she she was specializing in eating disorders. So we're able to keep growing in that way too. Very nice. Um, and for those who are uh, watching right now or even listening, um, we I want you to stay tuned because we are gonna have a giveaway. Annalisa has been kind enough um, to provide a giveaway, uh, but just a hint, it is not Benji. She will not be giving <laughs> Benji away. Nothing could take that guy away. No, that's not gonna happen, so. Okay, Annalisa. So the reason why I was nervous mm-hmm. is I guess we're going to go through, um, I don't even know what you want to call this, a self-assessment or mm-hmm. t- talk talk me through this a little bit, please. Yeah. So one of the things I do early on with each of my clients is talk about their self-care practice, right? Are they, are they doing self-care? Do they even know what self-care is? And um, how can we, you know, make it grow a little bit, how them fill out their self-care activities. And that's because, you know, therapy and counseling, this kind of like introspective work, it can be tough sometimes. And I want people to be able to walk out of the office knowing how to give themselves what they need um, when, you know, when we're, we're doing this kind of growth. So um, self-care has been become one of those things that I Feel like I just know like the back of my hand, and so and so I'm always talking to folks about it. And I wanted to invite you to learn a little bit about self care and explore some of your own practices. Okay, my finger, my fingers are crossed. Um, so so here we go. And and if, and if the audience who's watching, if you don't mind, um, right now I'm looking into the camera, but down here is Annalisa, and uh, I feel if we're going to go through this, I think I need to look at her directly and get some energy and pick up nuances and and what she's saying. So I hope you don't mind me looking at her during this conversation here. So, uh, okay, here we go. I really don't know what to expect here. The audience might think this is staged in some regard, but I sent you a message this morning. You're like, ah, it's really no big deal. And I'm like, (laughs) it's a big deal. 
So, All right. Well, um, the good news right. is that if it is super stressful for you, by the time we're done, you're going to know exactly what to do to right. Right? right? All right. I'm gonna so have, I'm going to have Benji on speed dial. <laughs> yeah. Aren't we in the same building? We could just pop downstairs. Right. <laughs> um, so self-care, I always talk about it in terms of seven domains that we want to pay attention to. Uh, and that's because when you Google self-care, usually the, the suggestions you find are all in the, the physical domain of self-care. So there's all these tips like, you know, you know, take walks, take bubble baths, you know, eat healthy food, all excellent advice, but there's more to it than just that. Um, so very quickly, it's physical self-care, emotional self-care, cognitive, uh, professional and practical, spiritual, and what did I miss? Social, social self-care. Um, so, so just starting from the top then, physical self-care is all the different ways that you deliberately take care of your body and meet any of your physical needs. So I named a couple of them a moment ago. Um, what com comes to mind for you, Bill, when you're talking so, about self-care? Yeah, so I would say exercising um, is probably a big thing. Um, are you asking me things that I do or just things that uh, things that I do? Yep. Okay. Um, so exercising is one of them. Uh, usually get up first thing in the morning and exercise. Sometimes my wife will join me. Sometimes she won't, depending on our schedules. Um, after we exercise, we then go for a walk, mm -hmm. which is great. So we get all that in before breakfast. Um, we're back by 7, 7.15-ish. Um, and then as far as the, the other physical part of it, I would say during the course of the day, to make sure um, at least every hour we're get up, getting up and walking around a little bit and doing some sort of um, physical activity because now being stuck behind a desk all yeah. these hours kind of limits us. So, um, so that I would say on the physical side is probably. Yeah, that. that's wonderful. That's good. So you've already I, got really solid. We're trying. <laughs> Feels like a struggle sometimes, but. It, it does. And it's, it doesn't have to be 100%, 100% of the time. Right. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So then emotional self-care. So this is the one I love talking about, of course, because I'm a therapist. Um, emotional self-care is, you know, letting yourself feel your feelings and being willing to talk about what's going on for you emotionally <laughs> and your emotional well-being. And, and it's also, knowing when you need something, right? So if you need like a belly laugh, then you pop on a funny movie. If you need a good cry, you know, you call someone whose shoulder you can cry on. Yeah, this this one might be a tough one for me to kind of narrow down. I would say anything for anything. I Anytime I need like a laugh or something like that, YouTube is always <laughs> a good place to, uh, to get some, you know, some laughter there. Um, you know, I don't know how much I can offer on this, you know, emotional side of things. I, I'd like to thank it, think it as an individual. Um, I'm fairly emotionally level mm -hmm. in some regard. I mean, I, you know, there's certainly some times that I feel quite low and there's other times that I feel really good about what's going on. But I think the average of all of it, it seems to be quite level. You feel pretty balanced. I I feel like I I feel like I feel pretty balanced. <laughs> you're you're the expert on you, so that's yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, and I think I think that awareness too is a, is an important. It part absolutely. Of things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. 
Right, so far, so good. So far, so good. All right, so spiritual self-care. So this could look like prayer. It could look like going to a place of worship, um, but it could be other things too, like meditating, um, being able to call a spiritual mentor, just know, knowing when you need to nourish your spiritual self. Mm-hmm. So it's a highly personal practice, right? Yeah, no, it, it definitely is. And and I would I would say the times where I feel most spiritual is... So I have a, um, a hobby of photography, um, mm-hmm. landscape photography specifically. So that has me in the outdoors. It has me with nature. Mm-hmm. And that's when I feel most at peace with myself, mm-hmm. if that describes. Yeah. That's, yeah, I can relate to that so much because I also, I take to the woods whenever I mm-hmm. feel that like dip in my spiritual energy. I can, I can totally relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. So far, you seem to have a really well balanced practice. I I try, but it's you know, and I, and I would say to the audience, and I appreciate the compliment, but the, if you're making that observation, this did not happen overnight. This right. is not. This was not an overnight thing. This has been years of self awareness and having conversations like this that are allowing me to introduce these different things to help me balance. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. So. We can keep going. Who is, right? Yeah. Um, all right. Cognitive self-care. Uh, this one. So I, I love to read. I'm a total bookworm. So I love the, the opportunities to have to practice cognitive self-care. So it's anything that is going to like immerse you in something where you can disconnect from everything else and just totally engage your brain. Um, so it could be reading, could be doing puzzles, um, making art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so I would say the photography um, is a thing for me. I read a lot about photography and I enjoy the creative process. Mm-hmm. So just the process of me creating, I think is very um, reassuring to myself and very soothing, I guess, if you could, for lack of a better word, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I would say the photography uh, piece of things. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So I, if, if this weren't a live interview, but we're a session, I would want to ask, like, how do you know when you need that? But we'll we'll hold that. You can chew on okay. that. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Um, right. So social self-care. So humans are social creatures, right? So whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, there is some element of social self-care that needs to happen. So um, having a core group of trusted friends or family members, people you can lean on, you know, when you need social self-care. Yeah, and I think I think those folks who I know I can call on are readily available for me. Um, but it was interesting last week. You know, I had I'd done some reflecting and recognized that had some some time had gone by, and there are some individuals that I hadn't connected with um, in a little while. So I literally went through my iPhone contacts, and I think I um, you know some of them business related, some of them personal. Mm-hmm. So I went through that and. Um, contacted about a dozen people. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because, you know, everybody's handling this COVID thing differently. So the, the, um, the, the responses ranged from an individual who is battling uh, stage three cancer um, to somebody that it's not, this COVID thing is not affecting anybody at all. So mm-hmm. it really, really went the gamut there, but I, but, but I craved, that interaction, that's what prompted me to kind of pick up the phone and say, hey, these were all people in my life and they're in my life for a reason. I should probably reach out and say hello. Yeah. And good for you for being willing to do that. Right. And it's so much of that 
social self-care is like give and take, right? Being able to offer, hey, I'm here for you if you want to talk. And also being able to say, I really just need to reconnect with you right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the last two are professional and practical. And you actually touched on the professional self-care earlier when you said that you have this practice of like getting up and stretching, walking around once an hour because you work at a desk. Mm -hmm. um, so that's That was already a great example. But being able to like weave self-care into your workday is so important for you as an individual. It's going to make you a happier, healthier person. And if you have a boss, they're going to love you for that too, because it's actually going to make you even better at your job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for the professional, are, are you kind of like leaning into um, becoming more knowledgeable about what you do or the field that you're in? Is that? Yeah. That'll boost your confidence. It'll, it'll yeah. help you grow your career. And, and then also there's like a flip side of it, which is like having boundaries at work and being willing to say like, this is my work life. This is my home life, and and I I can clearly distinguish between the two. Yeah, and I think actually COVID has done actually a better job of balancing my work um, and life relationship. Mm -hmm. I think I'm I'm able to come better, you know, in front of the monitor first thing in the morning, start work, and then complete my day. And then once it's done, it's done. Um, I mean, there's some one-off instances where you know I feel the obligation to make sure that my customers are satisfied and we respond in a, in a quick manner. So mm -hmm. it's important for me to react to that. Um, sometimes it is out of bounds a little bit, but um, you know, as far as like my, my knowledge of my um, own job, um, I'm in financial services. It's not an area that I received a degree in or have any uh, schooling other than um, the school of banking that I've been attending. Um, so I'm constantly trying to educate myself on what's happening in the environment, the banking environment right now, what type of webinars can I connect with? Um, how can I improve my schooling with uh, my school of banking? So it's getting all those uh, data and all those information points where I try to uh, use that and apply it to what I do on a regular basis. Right. Yeah. And all of that sort of builds up to help you be more successful in your career and, and, as long as you're balancing it with the other stuff, right? Then, then you're creating like good practices, good self-care habits in your professional self. Mm -hmm. life. Yep. Yeah. And then practical is just what it sounds like. People don't think of this as self-care, but it's like, sometimes you just have to get things done, right? Right. Write your list, cross it off your list, like get it done so that you can actually go and enjoy that, you know, walk in the woods to take pictures or the, the, the bubble bath or whatever it is you are craving. Yeah, so Saturday morning was a prime example of that. I was out of the door by, I think, 6.30, maybe even quarter to seven. And my wife's like, where are you going? I said, I'm going to Lowe's. I got a bunch of stuff I got to do. So yeah. and everything everything I had to do around the house was very small. Um, there was nothing major. But I mean, I accomplished at least a dozen things on that list mm -hmm. uh, that just kind of started, kicked off my Saturday. Um, and then we reverted back to the self-care where I was able to relax a little bit. Right. And, uh, you know, take the remainder of the day off. So, right. And if you had procrastinated that, <laughs> right, then everything yeah. you had to do to enjoy yourself later would be like this thing in the back of your mind, like, oh, I haven't done yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That that's uh, assessing your your self care. And I guess the big question now that I want to pose to you is, you know, what area of your self care do you want to work on? 
Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Um, I think for me, I'm a I'm a very social individual. Um, you know, our our workload right now in banking is such that we're dealing still dealing a lot with the SBA PPP. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, I need to do my regular job responsibilities, um, and then also help support where I can throughout the organization. So I so I feel like the the work piece of it is I'm I don't want to say caught up, but I'm I'm performing at a high level on the in the workplace. That those personal relationships are, um, I don't want to say being pushed aside, but they're not getting the same attention that they deserve. Yeah. Um, so I, I would try to maybe find a way to better balance what I'm doing professionally and then connecting. And again, some some of that crosses over because they are business contacts. But nonetheless, you know, I want to make sure that I'm I'm going back to the way I used to do things, uh, right. you know, socially. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So was it as hard as you expected? No, but it, I, I would, I would, again, I would encourage our audience to connect with Annalisa. And again, I, it, I don't know how easy that looked um, for the audience for me to do that, but I've done this a number of times. And I think the more you do it, first of all, the different answers you get because things change, yeah, um, but, then the, but then the easier it gets easier it gets. You're, you're probably one of um, five or six people that I maybe can have that conversation with, or I've shared that information with, mm-hmm. but I can tell you as, uh, as maybe just a few years ago, I wasn't able to have that conversation at all. You wouldn't be able to get an answer out of me. And I guess that was maybe part of the, the scary part a little bit is that, mm-hmm. you know, um, we're going to have this conversation and I'm not going to know what to answer. Right. So I don't know if maybe some of your audience or some of the folks listening um, would feel the same way. How would you, yeah. how would you maybe encourage them to kind of get through that thought process a little bit? Yeah, and and I think it's it's rare that somebody is able to give such robust answers in every single domain too. Um, so a lot of times folks will come in and they're like, I don't practice self care at all. I don't even know what that means. Um, or they just have a few things that they lean heavily on in the other areas they want to work on, and so that's. That's all totally normal. And, you know, we would just work together slowly over time and explore things like, well, you know, what makes you feel recharged? Like what recharges your batteries or, um, you know, what things did you enjoy as a little kid? Maybe we can build on that to create Hmm. self-care as an adult, right? Yeah, that sounds really familiar because um, I was actually uh, speaking with a uh, career coach, uh, career and leadership coach a number of years ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I expect that that was the first time I was really kind of putting myself out there and sharing, you know, what, um, you know, what I wanted to relay. And, you know, we go to sit down for coffee and he's like, so he's like, so tell me what your childhood was like. And I was like, Like, when are we getting to the leadership thing? Like, I wanted to get right to the leadership, but there was an interesting point of discovery talking through all that is that I love people. Mm -hmm. I just love people and I love interacting and I love helping. And, you know, identifying that was a key moment for me because there were moments in my life where whatever organization I was with remain nameless, but there's times where I wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. And there's times now that I've reconnected, like being with Victory Bank, I've reconnected with that ability to help people. So yeah. it's it's interesting how, you know, as time goes on, you can kind of follow the process and, you know, having that aha moment. So I'm, I'm sure if others would engage with you and kind of find that moment, uh, I think that could be 
that could be game changing for them. Yeah, and it's funny that you bring that up. There's a lot of career coaching that happens in counseling. In fact, in order to become a licensed professional counselor, one of the areas that we have to study is career counseling, right? Because we just assume that it's going to come up in you know ninety percent of the um, of the clients that we work with. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell just by talking with you, you're very knowledgeable. Um, you're also very professional. In fact, we we got a great comment from Ann Lucas. Um, she said it was this great interview. We're both very professional and personable, um, and you have great su- suggestions and and interact comfortably. And I totally agree. I was, I, like I said, I was I was sort of nervous, but uh, also became very comfortable just after a few sentences that you spoke to. And uh, and I also appreciated, and I'm I'm sure this is intentional, uh, that after me speaking, I think you intentionally paused before you went on to the next one to see if I had anything else to say. You didn't rush me. You didn't rush me through anything. Did I pick up on that? Yeah, that's it's funny. That's like part of what we're meant to do as reflective listeners, right? Yeah. Counselors, like, yes, every, absolutely. But I didn't really notice because it's just a natural part of the way, <laughs> the way yeah. we do it now. So yeah. thank you for that. Yeah. Um, I don't want to forget to say that um, folks who want to like learn more about self-care and especially like my take on self-care, um, I put together a white paper. It's like a guide um, that has lots of Benji's face all over it, by the way. Uh, nice. Selfcaretips.org slash free guide. That's where folks can go to, to find the free download. So everyone gets the free download. And that's also where you go to enter um, to win the self-care box that I put together. Great. So much fun putting together the self-care box. There's lots of great goodies in there. Cool. So how do, how do folks enter again? Uh, selfcaretips.org slash free guide. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for being kind enough to give that away. That was very, it's very generous of you. Um, and thank you for taking the time to go through my assessment. Um, again, it was very helpful to me, you know, sometimes again, reflecting back, um, just a reassurance of some of the things that, um, Go, do well for me mm-hmm. and other things that I need to improve on too. So, so thank you very much. You're welcome. And your willingness to do it. I appreciate it so much. Oh, yeah, sure. like you sure. said, that was maybe a little tough at first. Yeah, that's all right. We did it. We did it. So my guest today has been Annalisa Smithson. Thank you so much again for being on. And once again, we wanted to thank the good students over at the Montgomery County Community College who put together our intro and outro. Drew Griffin from Delicious Marketing. Our sponsor, Simply PEO, the Employer's Champ. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, you should go to their website, Simply PEO. And then also Danielle and um, Eileen uh, from the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Bill Vitiello, the Institutional and Business Development Manager for the Victory Bank. Till we connect again, all my best. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in. Please like turn on notifications, subscribe or share. Want to be a guest? Email podcast at tricountyareachamber.com.